Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, kids, it's already Thursday. Yay! Uh, Jim Jordan is uh, not pulling out of the race for speaker. He is not going to uh, be having a vote on it today, is what I've heard. So there is uh, that. Jim Jordan is saying, hey, you know, let's not vote today because our uh, GOP uh, colleagues are a bunch of uh, D-bags and they're not listening to the American people. So we're real close. I mean, we are real close. We already know that uh, the Democrat Party is not the ally of the American people. We know that the president of the United States is not the ally of the American people. If he were, then the country would not be in this state. A lot of uh, uh, time has been spent questioning whether or not Joe Biden is uh, competent. That should have already been settled. But incompetence doesn't cause this kind of damage. This kind of damage is caused by a purposeful, excuse me, a purposeful attempt to destroy the country. There is no reason for the southern border to be open as Americans are screaming at the top of their lungs that uh, military-aged males are coming across the southern border. Uh, That the government would tell you not to believe your eyes and ears and the facts shows you that the people in the seats of power are not our allies. They're not our allies. It should be very obvious. You are suffering. I have been suffering. I'm doing better, thank God. But I was, I was broke on my ass on SNAP benefits five years ago, four years ago. I was. I was. It was, it was one of those things. And, and then things have only gotten worse. Things have gotten a, a whole lot worse. And we're told to uh, look the other way. $33 trillion debt doesn't matter. Uh, you know, 110,000 drug overdoses per year, uh, most of them kids between the ages of 18 and 40 years old, and, uh, and uh, cities in the United States that have crumbled, that are in absolute disarray. And then yesterday, 22 years after 9-11, radical Islamists have the cojones to uh, create these rallies all over the country that are not evergreen. They're not evergreen. This was locked and loaded. All right. You don't report a a hospital bombing in the middle of the night and then the next day have thousands of people in locations around the world with signage to protest. Okay, this is all bought and paid for. And the good thing about it is, as far as the United States is concerned, those people are in a minority. All right. Those people are a small minority. And so I would like to say that, uh, as I did actually during the summer of 2020, it's time to start kicking some ass. And and I do mean that. I mean, really, I I want the law enforcement to take their gloves off. Uh, I want people who are at rallies who are attacked by these radicals. I want five of us to uh, attack right back, to be quite honest. I'm, I'm just saying defensively. Defensively. And as far as legislatively, it's time to start kicking some ass. As, as far as higher education, it's time to start kicking some ass. It's time to start defunding higher education. It's time to not send your children to these schools and waste your money 
it is time to take these uh, these groups that are uh, supporting Palestine and Hezbollah and Hamas, and if they are in these countries uh, not as citizens, then you're gone. You are absolutely gone. The same goes with anybody who is uh, studying in a university, anybody who is... Uh, a professor at a university who is not an American citizen, who is espousing the beliefs of Hamas or Hezbollah, you get deported immediately. It's time to stop messing around. I uh, think we've all had enough of this nonsense. I think we've all had enough of this uh, world catching on fire every few years and uh, American embassies being burned and people being held hostage. I think we're done with it. I think we need to end it. I don't think we need to kick the can down the road. I think we need to end it. And how do we do that? <clears throat> we give Israeli or Israel, a whole bunch of money and uh, military hardware, and then we stand outside the door and say to uh, Israel and Hamas, we say, okay, you guys go at it, and uh, we'll be back in a little while. Close the door and walk away. There you go. That's what I think. Oh, and about this uh, $100 million in aid to, uh, to uh, Palestine? Uh, screw you. Screw you and your money. Uh, during 9-11... On 9-11, there were children dancing in the streets, getting candy. They were celebrating. They were celebrating in Gaza. On 9-11, the population is brainwashed to hate Israel. All right? It is. There's no 60% of the Palestinians that love Israel and want peace. There's no 70% of, oh, I can't believe we're doing this. We don't support it. Bull crap. We cannot be fooled again. I usually say we won't be fooled again. That's a, that's a who song. We cannot be fooled again, and the American people aren't. Rashida Tlaib needs to be censured and or removed from Congress. She incited a riot yesterday. She did, and she also lied yesterday. Any member of Congress who espouses a, a view that is positive toward Hamas or Palestinians and their actions against Israel, their violent actions against Israel, need to be removed from office. You are a danger to our country because the Palestinians and the, uh, the members of Hamas and Hezbollah not only want uh, Israel wiped off the face of the earth, they also say that about us and we are the great Satan. Have we not learned anything in 22 years? This is the great thing about being on the planet <clears throat> a number of years. Sometimes you go through your entire life blithely ignorant. Like, um, I don't know, Joe Biden, uh, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, blithely ignorant. Uh, uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, these are people who uh, never quite get... Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders. He's, he, he, he even went to the Soviet Union, saw what a bleep hole it was, and still wants us to be like the Soviet Union. Some people never grow up. Some people are just stupid the rest of their lives. They never get it. I've been on the planet a while. I remember 9-11. I remember the Iran hostage crisis where Americans, over 400 of them were kept hostage for a few years. I remember uh, seeing Newsweek covers when I was in elementary school going, wow, day number whatever, whatever, whatever. And then when Jimmy Carter decided to try to do something about it, he did a face plant. But you know what got him uh, released? Ronald Reagan got elected. Donald Trump getting elected would end all of this crap. If Donald Trump were to step into the White House right now, and I'm not meaning to make this about a, a Trump uh, ad, because I always get, to, uh, get uh, 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 accused of that nonsense. 
I believe that if Donald Trump were to step in office now, those hostages would be released. I absolutely do that. But we have an idiot. And, and you know, should I use the word idiot? I mean, people are like, it is a name call and, and all of this. And I'm like, you know, like uh, when, when I was when my, my kids were young, I remember I had this woman and she said, uh, we don't use the word stupid. I said, what do you call stupid people? So I, I need to call people what they are. And Joe Biden is, is not a smart man. And now his brain is not working at all. Not a bit, not a bit. Last night on the, on the plane coming back, completely gone. President of the United States. Do you think that Joe Biden's visit to Israel yesterday where he hugged Bibi Netanyahu and stabbed Bibi Netanyahu in the back simultaneously? You didn't see it, did you? Because during the same press conference, Joe Biden promised $100 million to uh, relief efforts in Gaza. And uh, we all know what's going to happen to that money. The money is going to get taken. It always does. The same goes with, with uh, uh, Iranian money and pallets of cash that, uh, that Barack Obama sent to. I mean, literal currency on planes to Iran. $6 billion freed up on 9-11 of this year for Iran to use for humanitarian purposes. Guess what it's going to be used for? It's not going to be used for humanitarian purposes. And here we've got a president of the United States who goes over, promises he wants to help Israel, doesn't mention Iran, doesn't mention Hamas, doesn't mention radical Islam, and then at the end of the presser promises $100 million to people who will steal the money and use it to kill Israelis. I'm done with the nonsense. I don't give a flying crap if the president of the United States is talking at 8 o'clock Eastern. I don't care what he has to say. He's not your friend. He is not leading our country to become stronger and better. And so I was thinking last night, and I've got a few thoughts I want to bring to the table, and one of them is, as we're lashing out, as we're looking in every direction, as we're, we're flustered, we're angry, we're upset, that literally uh, uh, the, it, it took us 80 years, we've been talking about, don't forget the Holocaust. 80 years, never forget. 80 years seeing movies like Schindler's List. 80 years, I've, I've been to the, the uh, Holocaust Museum in D.C. Uh, 80 years we've gone and visited uh, all of the, uh, the internment camps in, Israel, in uh, Germany. 80 years we've been talking about all of the murder. 80 years we've been talking about Anne Frank hiding behind a bookcase and then being taken to uh, uh, an internment camp where she was slaughtered with six million other people. Eighty years we've been talking about that, and Israel's second Holocaust was less than two weeks ago, and all it took was a fake story to erase it. Do you remember how you felt after 9-11? Do you remember the rage and anger that you felt? Do you remember the tears that you shed. Many of you didn't know any of the people in the towers. I didn't know anybody in the towers. I didn't know anybody in the Pentagon. I didn't know anybody in the plane that crashed in Shakespeare, ten, uh, 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 Pennsylvania. I didn't know any of those people, but I still weep for them. Today, 22 years later, I find myself weeping for them when I hear songs or I see footage of that day. I still remember that. We are expected to forget Israel's 9-11, which happened two weeks ago this Saturday. And all it took was one fake news story about a hospital bombing that did not take place. And who did they choose to believe? 
the people who featured footage and shared stories and show, shared videos of the most barbaristic act we've ever seen in our lifetimes. The murder of 1,500 people, 30 Americans, 30 Americans murdered, raped, slaughtered, blown up, decapitated, tortured, 30 Americans. Another dozen are being held hostage as we speak. As all of this distraction has happened, I need you to focus on this. Stay as focused as the founders. Stay as focused as the founders. You have to look at our country and its survival. And you have to be ready to just focus on that. Okay? That means you're going to have to become active. That means you're going to have to become vigilant. That That means you have to become prepared. And above all, you have to realize you can't trust anybody in Washington, D.C. You can't take them at their word. You, uh, you can't take Democrats at their word. You can't take many Republicans at their word. In fact, I might even venture to say most of them. We're just tired of it. I'm tired of it. You're tired of it. 75 years of this nonsense where the world just blows up every once in a while and a whole lot of people die and they burn down embassies and they shout Allah Akbar and all of this crap. And honestly, I, I'm done with it. I'm just done with it. And I want Israel to uh, evacuate the innocent, then raise Gaza, R-A-Z-E. Sorry. And not one damn dime of aid. Sorry. No humanitarian aid for Palestinians. No. No, 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 no. You've had 22 years to learn something. You have it. And now... Evacuate your innocent because we are going to wipe out your leaders. That's it. You're done. You had your chance. The spanking resumes in five, four, three, two, one. And that goes for these uh, protesters we'll get to here very shortly. Protesters in uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, nobody was surveilled by the FBI. Nobody is in solitary confinement for two years without a trial. Nobody is being uh, denied clean water and whatnot. Like the January the 6th protesters, nobody will be sent to up to 22 years in prison, even when they're not there yesterday. But those people have to be punished. The universities that have espoused this have to be punished. The people who have preached this, uh, like Black Lives Matter, have to be punished. And we have to stay as focused as the founders to save our country. I think we're going to win this. I told you. There's a lot of tribulations before we get to enlightenment. But I know one thing. Uh, I love my country as founded. I know that 74% of us believe the country is headed in the wrong direction. And I know that 74% of us can come together to save her. The people doing these protests and supporting uh, the Palestinians and the people supporting open borders and all that, get the hell out of the way. We're here to save the country. So I've got uh, a lot of stuff on the plate. Your phone call is certainly part of that, 800-922-6680. Some stories that were online last night about the hospital. Still online last night, sharing that in a moment. And also, John Stewart predicted this not long ago. That's coming up on The Rob Carson Show. This is Coulter Wall. He is uh, the uh, reincarnation of Johnny Cash. And he's like 28 years old. He's amazing. John Stewart, I saved on this soundbite from uh, a couple months ago. He was being questioned about a, a Hungarian reporter and decided to uh, but propose something to her. She didn't get it. He was making a point about media coverage. If you have a media machine 
that purposefully lies to its people to maintain a political fiction and get themselves power, that that is the hallmark of an authoritarian system, not a democratic system. Absolutely. Well, if we were ever to get something like that in the United States, we would be horrified. Oh, my God, yes. Curious to know that there was an entire media organization Uh designed to bend reality, That'd to manipulate weird. facts, yeah. to maintain power. Yeah. It would, if I may, and I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to slam Hungary. It would never happen in the United States. It's just not, I, I almost can't even conjure it. Yeah, he's uh, joking, by the way. He's being uh, sarcastic. This is a story last night I read. Horrified doctors have described being surrounded by piles of dismembered bodies and desperate patients pleading for help in the aftermath of a devastated blast at a Gaza hospital. This was online last night at 10 p.m. I was doing show prep. On the, uh, this is on the uh, UK Daily Mail website. Medics who were at the Al-Hali or Ali Hospital in Gaza when the explosion took place say they were faced with hellish sights that included the bodies of children torn apart from the force of the impact. One terrible woman recalled they were plunged into darkness when the electricity sud- suddenly cut out and they could feel the fire rage around the building while those outside could see bodies everywhere. They claim that 500 people are believed to have been killed in the blast, with Israel and Palestinian terror groups blaming each other for the horrific scenes. Hamas and Palestinian Islam, Islamic Jihad said the damage was from an Israeli Defense Forces airstrike, while the Jewish say it was a misfired rocket. They were right, by the way. Dr. Fidel Naim, head of orthopedic surgery at the hospital, said he found the hospital full of dismembered bodies and the wounded people after hearing a huge explosion. People came running into the surgery department screaming, help us, there are people killed and wounded inside the hospital. The hospital was full of dead and wounded. A British-Palestinian surgeon, Ghassan Abu Sita, said he had been in, in an operating theater when the hospital was hit and the ceiling collapsed on him. He described walking out into the main hospital and seeing piles of body bodies, both dead and wounded. Some had lost arms and legs in the blast and witnessed how many doctors attempted surgery on hospital floors, sometimes without anesthesia. I saw the body of a toddler who was missing his head. This is uh, last night. On the UK Daily Mail, Israel uh, will let Egypt deliver some aid to Gaza as doctors struggled to treat hospital blast victims. A massive blast of the Gaza City Hospital that killed hundreds the day before put immense strain on Gaza doctors treating the wounded. Hundreds of wounded were rushed to another hospital, nearly out of supplies, fuel for generators. Doctors performed surgery without anesthesia. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, a limp-wristed fop from Canada, was amongst the first to rush to blame Israel for a deadly explosion at the hospital. The news out of Gaza is horrific. Here's the only problem with all of that, and I'll just let Rob Schmidt tell you. From the Irish Times, Israel-Hamas war, hundreds feared dead and many trapped in rubble after strike on Gaza hospital. Yeah. A hospital was leveled, they said. Oh, Nobody terrible. had seen this, oh, but Lordy, that's what their Lordy, buddies Lordy. at Hamas had told them Lordy, six Lordy. seconds after it happened. Death and destruction. So it must be true. Oh, yes, of course. And with all of that, let's show you the scene as the sun came up this morning when we discovered a hospital that was actually fully intact. What? With a bombed out parking lot. Oh. That's for sure. Maybe 10, 15 cars Cars, burnt to a crisp. No bodies. But a hospital that was still fully intact. Blown out windows, but the building's still there. Huh? 
No 500 dead Palestinians, wait, wait, wait. no collapsed Did hospital, it? no massive pile of rubble, no Somebody? desperate search for survivors. What, what? Certainly no indication of this huge Israeli bomb. Why all the uh, protests in the United States, including our capital? Um, that what? our BBC fake what? reporters describe. What? It's like we're being lied to or something. It's like we're being lied to or something. And the sick thing about it is so many fell for it. But the great thing about it is we know the truth. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The Wellness Company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust, and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10% night was about as humiliating as it gets for the news business. The Palestinian health ministry, a.k.a. Hamas, telling the world that Israel dropped a massive bomb on a hospital filled with innocent civilians who were fleeing war. It was a lie. The largest broadcast organization in the world, the BBC, BBC. immediately trusted (laughs) that and spread a story that came from Hamas without even doing any fact-checking. No, no. A story that was hugely beneficial to the terrorist network's propaganda machine. Take a listen to the BBC's John Donison, and as you listen to this, keep in yes, mind that I he's will. reporting from 50 miles away in Jerusalem, away from all the action, and he's basically making up every single thing that he's saying. This is just like the American media does to Democrats. They take their press releases and they run with them. That's what they do. So the international media and uh, American politicians and academics just took Hamas's word for it. But it's hard to see what else this could be. I want to just tell you that uh, uh, they want you dead, too. Uh, you academics, and what they want you dead, too. Really, given the size of the explosion, other than an Israeli airstrike or several airstrikes, uh, because, you know, when we've seen rockets being fired out of Gaza, uh, we never see... Uh, explosions of that scale. Now, the thing is, they were blaming uh, Israel because uh, we've never seen an explosion this big before. We have never, so it's got to be Israel because they've got the big boom booms and uh, Hamas has only got the small boom booms. The only problem is uh, that was a lie. Network's propaganda machine. Take a listen to the BBC's John. I heard that. I'm done with that. So let's go all the way to the end. But yeah, but uh, the problem is they've been saying that it was about the uh, it was about the bombs. Turns out the bomb wasn't a big bomb. It destroyed a few cars in the parking lot in the middle of the hospital square none of the buildings were affected and uh, nobody in the hospital was killed it was a lie but of course Rashida Tlaib who is an infiltrator she's not a congressperson she's an infiltrator she's a radical extremist and she is in congress and she lied yesterday in front of people to 
start a riot. She did. This is inflammatory speech. This is not allowed. Okay, there are restrictions on freedom of speech in our country, believe it or not. Not the ones that the government imposed during COVID, the misinformation, disinformation. That was a lie. But you cannot advocate for violence against a people, and that's what she's tacitly doing when she lied yesterday. And she knew it was a lie. Everybody knew it was a lie. Continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital. We're children. Oh, please. You know what's so hard sometimes? What is Watching it? those videos. Yeah, what videos? And, and the people telling the kids. There was no video. There wasn't any video. Don't cry. Uh, 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 and like, let them. It was video from something else. <laughs> and they're shaking. You know this. They keep telling them not to cry. Oh, that I hate it when I hate it when the women do that. They, not all women. Just when they. And then some men do. They, do. they can cry. I can cry. We all can cry. If we're not crying, oh. something is wrong. Uh. And so I'm telling you right now. Nah. Yeah. President Biden, not all America's with you on this one. And you need to wake up. Now here's where she threatens the president. And understand that. We are literally, literally watching people commit genocide and killing the vast majority just like this. And we you killed, slaughtered, raped, beheaded, burned to death women and children and families just two weeks ago. Uh, what is that? There's a, there's a, that's an expression. The initials are S-T-F-U. I think that's what they are. Still stand by and say nothing. We will remember this. Oh, yes. Here but it is. all of you, yes. you need to know. Yes. I swear to God, why you Allah. You are on the right side of history. You are. You're doing. Uh, she needs to be removed from Congress. Then there's our sleepy president. Did you see him on uh, Air Force One last night? I mean, first of all, what's wrong with his chin? Uh, I don't know if he had his uh, chin sitting on a bike rack or something, but there's something really, really messed up with his chin. And then he uh, he just. Uh, I mean, it should be very obvious. Uh, that he needs to be retired. He needs to leave office. He's not up to this. Uh, yesterday, he proved it by hugging Bibi Netanyahu and stabbing him in the back, by speaking out of both sides of his mouth, and by being barely able to speak at all. And here he is last night. He, he literally says to uh, Hamas, you guys need to learn to shoot straight. Here he is. This was on Air Force One last night. Uh, microphones in his face, looking very, very sleepy. Hospital, sir. People all over the region um, are upset about the hospital and don't necessarily believe uh, you or the Israelis that they didn't have anything to do with it. Do you have a message to the people in the streets right now? Well, I can understand why in this circumstance they wouldn't believe. I can understand that. How can you understand people uh, uh, spewing a lie and uh, committing acts of violence because of it? And, but uh, I would not notice I don't say things like that unless I have faith in the source from which I've gotten them. Really? Really? What about the mega-fascist enemies of democracy stuff? Our Defense Department says yeah. it's highly unlikely. And it was January the 6th, they murdered people! A different footprint, and they've intercepted some... Anyway, there you go. So that's why, if you notice, it is... When he says anyway, it means he's lost his train of thought and he has no idea what he was just talking about. First, I, I wanted to make sure that I knew. And look, look, 
And I'm not suggesting that Hamas deliberately did it either. Oh, please. That's that old thing. Got to learn how to shoot straight. You got to learn how to shoot straight. Yeah, yeah. Got to learn how to shoot straight. Yeah. yeah, that would kill more Jews. I'm afraid that poor Joe Biden, his faculties are sliding. Yes, it's a sad refrain. Uh, he shouldn't be in office. On the edge, watch him teeter. He would be a better leader if he only had a brain. We need to have Congress act. That non-existent hand he's shaking, and all the gaffes Joe's making, his supporters can't explain. When he speaks, it's a gamble. I bet he wouldn't ramble if he only had a brain. Oh, I can't tell you why. Joe Biden somehow got elected. Just hope November 8th. He and his kind will be rejected. I hope so. Joe Biden, he's so dense. He doesn't have the sense to come in from the rain. He's worse than Jimmy Carter, but I bet he'd be much smarter if he only had a brain. And by the way, a, DH, a DHS officer, DHS is one of the agencies that will have to be uh, blown up and everyone fired. All 280,000 employees. Yeah, sorry, you'll just have to retrain yourself or something. But your department and your agency has been a joke since it was started. They even created a, a disinformation uh, office to shut down freedom of speech. And they've left the southern border open. The DHS uh, needs to go bye-bye. Okay, so DHS officer Naya Ali, 36, placed on leave Wednesday following the revelation of her controversial history posting anti-Semitic and extremist posts. Yeah, they just got it yesterday, I guess. Uh, Ali shared an image featuring paragliders armed with AK-47s with the caption, Free Palestine, glorifying the terrorists responsible for killing 1,400 Israelis. Yeah, she says, Israel, we are ready for your downfall. She's a DHS employment employee. And the positive is she's also an idiot because she posted it on social media. And so now she needs to never have a job in government, particularly when it is uh, regarded with uh, uh, homeland security. Anything that has homeland security involved, I would say uh, you can never work there again. And I would, uh, if I could, have you booted from the country because uh, that's how insane this is. Oh, the, uh, the Jewish uh, anti-Zionist group that overran the White House yesterday, or the, the House yesterday? They are linked to the BDS movement. Boycott, divest, and sanctions. This is against Israel. I've heard about this time and time again. I didn't realize how it was the, the uh, back door to massive anti-Semitism on campus. And it, and it is that. It, all of the uh, protests on campus yesterday, BDS movement. This has infiltrated our campuses. So, while this is universities, the universities have to be punished for it. All of them. I don't care if it's your alma mater. If this is being taught, if there are groups who espouse this on your campus, if your alma mater or your kid's school, you need to say, no more support, we're done. Here's the amazing thing. I'm going to talk to the Jewish uh, brothers and sisters out there. My Jewish brothers and sisters, one of the most powerful ways that you can speak today is with your money. You're talking about Jews and money. No, you know, a, a lot of Indian people, real successful. They make more than white people in this country. It's okay. It's all right. Some, some you know, tiger mom, Asian uh, kids, you know, they, they come up, mom teaches them. You get your ass out there, you make some money. And they do. So they make more money. So uh, I would say that, that for all of the Jewish members of our audience, uh, wealthy and otherwise, uh, let your pocketbooks do the talking and say, bleep no. 
to universities that espouse this crap. There you go. Drive them out of business. 100%. I mean, why not? Why not? About half the businesses in America went out of business during COVID. Why in the hell can't Harvard go out of business? Why not? They got some beautiful buildings there. You can make them into condos for homeless people. Why the heck not? Why not the University of Pennsylvania? Turn it over to homeless people or illegals. Why not? That's what I got to say. Oh, this is uh, some Senator Tom Tellis last night talking about Rashida Tlaib because not only did she uh, deliver that lie of a speech yesterday that it actually literally uh, was, uh, was a call to violence, essentially. Uh, she also was tweeting all day yesterday, and the senator had a problem with it. It reads like this. Israel just bombed the Baptist Hospital building, killing 500 Palestinians, doctors, children's patients. It's a lie. Just like that. Always a lie. That was within an hour or two of the bombing before we knew anything. Uh, before any of us could have possibly had a uh, secured briefing. Before we it's like maybe the talking points were already locked and loaded and the worldwide protests and the protests that happened all over our country yesterday were like planned. Gotten an assessment from the President of the United States or any of our intelligence sources here. Before we could go down to the skiff and actually understand the details, that statement was made. Now you'd think that'd come from a member of Hamas, but it came from a member of our Congress. If that member of Congress wants to take responsibility for the protests that we now see in Beirut, in Jordan, in Oman, and in Egypt, this sort of leadership or failure of leadership has no place on Capitol Hill. It has no place in Congress. It has no place in Congress. It wouldn't have been acceptable in World War II. It wouldn't have been acceptable in World War I. It is not acceptable now to promote the enemy and to share propaganda about our enemy. There you go. There you go. This is, uh, I saw an article, uh, or I should say an interview last night. Jim Hansen is uh, a guy who created the Middle East Forum, and he's a former special forces operator who has decades of experience in the Middle East. And for those of you who are wondering, you know, boo-hoo, poor, poor uh, Palestinians and all this, and we've done this before, and I'm not anti-human, dear God in heaven. Of course I want children to be saved. But the Palestinians do not care. It's the same way like Black Lives Matter. They don't care. They don't care about uh, people killing one another in inner cities. All they care about is when a cop kills a black person. Regardless, and if it's, if it's not true, if the, if the situation surrounded, Trayvon Martin, he's not a cop, uh, George Zimmerman, not a cop, but, uh, but uh, 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 Ferguson, um, with regard to, uh, to uh, Mike Brown and all that stuff, uh, that was a lie, just like what Palestinians did yesterday with, with the hospital attack. Same thing. They don't care if people die at the hands of one another in inner cities, but if a cop does it, a.k.a., and I'm just going to use this to fill in the blank because it's the same modus operandi, the cop is the Jew. The cop is the Jew to blacks, and the Jew is the Jew to Palestinians. And they will lie, either one of them will lie, make up stories to forward a radical leftist agenda. That's just the way it is. But here is uh, Jim Hansen talking about, um, with years of experience in, uh, in uh, Gaza, what exactly the Palestinian people are all about. It's the entire culture is built around the idea that Jews are the source of all evil, and the state of Israel is an abomination. And you can see that in the way they indoctrinate their children in their education system to hate Jews and consider it their holy duty to die as disposable weapons trying to wipe them out and push them into the sea. It's truly sickening. It is so abominable that 
any decent person should be able to look at it and judge it as deficient and unacceptable. Now, it's interesting in Gaza that young men will uh, martyr themselves and uh, get a giant cash settlement from Hamas for doing that. And then they put up these murals and flowers and all of that, and they have protests about it and all that. Same thing happens in America's inner cities. Uh, you've got uh, somebody, Mark, Mike Brown, is made into a martyr. His family is given a massive settlement by the city. And there are murals all over the cities that remind people how much the Jews, I mean the cops, hate black people. Do you see? Am I the only person saying that? It, 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 maybe I'm way off here. Or actually, I know exactly what I'm talking about. 800-922-6680. A little bit more on this and what happened on Capitol Hill. Marjorie Taylor Green audio and whatnot coming up. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's the Rob Carson Show. We will get to uh, Alex in Brooklyn in one second. A 30-year fixed mortgage rate just hit 8% for the first time since 2000. Welcome back, Carter. Yeah, we got Middle East hostages. We got terror acts and all of that stuff. And now we got 8% interest rates on the way to who the heck knows. Um, If you're not concerned about what's going on in the world... Uh, you should be. We literally have the guy from Terminex here this morning. He's downstairs. He's praying. You know, I got some spiders and those silverfish. What is up with those silverfish? My God in heaven. Those things are terrifying. Why haven't there been a movie called Silverfish? Yeah, maybe they need a movie with Samuel L. Jackson on an airline. What are these bleeping silverfish doing on my plane? You know? Anyway, I was talking to the guy from uh, Terminex, and I said, uh, you know, he said, he said, he knows I do a show. He goes, what do you think about what's going on in the world? I said, well, I think we need to be ready for anything. And he goes, oh, I am. And he talked all about things he's got. He's got three generators and all. He's not a nut. He just says, I, got, I lived in Florida. <laughs> and I said, okay, I didn't get into investing. I didn't get into, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe you ought to consider getting some uh, precious metals. I didn't ask him about that, but I am. Maybe you should consider it. Swiss America is a company you can trust in these times, and you need trust. Swiss America's been doing this for a very long time. They just want you to educate yourselves on a way to protect your hard-earned assets. And now you can get their new shocking report. It's called The Secret War on Cash. All of this nonsense, they're looking for a digital currency. They want a way to control your money. They've controlled everything else. And now look what's going on. Anything is possible. It's a good idea to start reading up, maybe getting ready. So if you want the secret war on cash from Swiss America, just call. It's, it's completely uh, free. And all you need to do is call 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. Mention my name, Rob Carson. When you call or text, and you will get the secret war on cash. And you're going to learn a lot about it. And if you've got some, some uh, liquid assets, you might consider converting some of them to precious metals because they've always been valuable always been valuable. That's why so many currencies are based on them. 800-289-2646 or go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Okay? Message and data rates apply. Let's go to Alex in Brooklyn. Alex, my brother, what do you think about all these uh, protests by Palestinians in New York yesterday? I was a little, uh, I was a little freaked, to be honest. A hundred percent. I mean, we had Merrick Garland sent uh, that thing for the FBI to look into all the parents, MAGA people, going down to the schools and asking the schools not to teach their kids about things that uh, you can't even repeat in Congress. 
And they said, oh, my God, we got to look after these people because they're, they're dangerous and, you know, they support violence, et cetera. And here we got a group of protesters in many colleges across the United States. And what are they supporting? They're supporting a terrorist organization that has no problem beheading, killing, burning. And we don't, where's the FBI involved in all of this looking after these college students to see what they're up to, um, especially if we went after MAGA folks that were peaceful and just came out to say that they're upset with the education that their children are getting. And here you got these college students supporting terrorism, and the FBI is sound about it. What did Merrick Garland say about these colleges? Nothing so far. Alex, last week we found out from Newsweek that the uh, the FBI is looking at uh, Trump supporters in 2024. Newsweek did an article saying that Trump supporters could kill people in 2024. They are doing the same thing to us that they have done to the Jews in the past. And I know that sounds insane, but no, not if you consider history. The same modus operandi is going on in the United States versus Israel, and now we have protesters promoting the destruction of Israel in New York City. Unbelievable. Alex, I got to run. Thanks for calling. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. All right, coming up next hour, the violent nonsense on Capitol Hill yesterday. I wonder how many people are going to be in solitary confinement without a trial for two years. Jordan has the speaker, question mark, and Trump in court all coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's the Rob Carson Show.